0: Operation Titan, Chapter 1, Jupiter It's the largest planet in the solar system. Its diameter is 142,000 kilometers, which is about 11 times that of the Earth and 1,300 times its volume. It has a rotational period of about 10 hours. It has 16 satellites and is 750 million kilometers from the sun, but its enormous attraction attracts and keeps people's ambitions and desires. We zoom in to see Jupiter's third satellite in orbit, Ganymede. On it, Xion is operating a base. It's the 41st ore excavation plant. Confirm. An approaching craft approaching the S point. IFF doesn't recognize if it's a friendly. Another officer chimes in and says, Launch the interceptors. Level one combat status. The approaching unit in question was in fact a gun cannon. The pilot inside ordered his fellow units to disperse Monofsky particles. He then fired rockets from the shoulder mounted launcher. The rockets rushed towards their targets. From the surface of the moon of Ganymede, explosions you've seen in space. There you are. Let's dance. He said this as lock-on sensors appeared on the heads-up display of the gun cannon. He then dropped an F-bomb as he opened fire at the Xeon forces. A gym was in space next to him and was also firing at the Xeon units. The pilot ordered Gold and Blue team to break off and to attack targets. He then ordered Red and Silver team to attack the Xeon forces head-on. A tense battle between fast-moving Xeon harassing units of God of the Seas took place with the gyms. On the moon, Ganymede, the Xeon base could be seen. At the same time, a team of gun cannons approached the Xeon base. The lead pile wanted it allowed if it was in fact their intent to target. On the targeting computer, a ravine could be seen. It actually looks a little familiar to me. Target acquisition point 1800. Open fire and pull up immediately. The golden blue team descended and opened fire. Suddenly at that moment, several beams of energy were seen in space. A gun cannon was hit in the chest and exploded. A team made screed out, HOWARD! as that mobile suit was destroyed. Another gun cannon pilot wondered if there was a sniper mobile suit out there able to strike them from such an extreme distance. It was at that moment that his mobile suit was critically damaged as his legs were detonated by an energy blast. All units form a circle and retreat. Watch your surroundings. Bravo 1, this is Red Leader. Code 010, Junkie. The Red Leader continued to say on the comms as another gun cannon unit was destroyed. Allies are under attack from a long-range sniper. Send us reinforcements immediately. On the sensor, he could see that his gun cannon was being locked on. There was a brilliant flash of light as he cre- cried out as his mobile suit was wiped out. At a great distance, an it Axis mobile suit resembling a silhouette of a butterfly with long tendrils projecting from its torso with laser beams. It was the Hama Hama. Another gun cam was destroyed by the Hamahama as a beam weapon on a wire emerged from hiding behind a small asteroid. A Gyan mobile suit equipped with a beam rifle was closely monitoring the situation, with the pilot commenting, Haman has clearly grown up after destroying eight mobile suits in an instant. The Gyan pilot got on the comms and asked, Haman, are you okay? The young, new type pilot responded, Yes, Captain. I can still fight. Captain, I'm picking up a new threat from three o'clock. The Gyan pilot looked at the sensor and saw a Gundam type. It's coming. What? The Hama, Hama and Gyan traded fire with the gun needed. As the Gundam approached, he noticed that the Gyan pilot looked rather familiar. He had a scar on his forehead between his eyes. It's a Gundam. Is it Amuro? The left arm holding the shield was then destroyed. Haman yelled out at that moment and screamed, Captain Char! The gun was in fact a gun of Mark II. It was trailed by a pair of gun cannons. An intense firefight ensued. As the Mark II approached the two Axis mobile suits, an escort gun cannon was then destroyed. One of the wire-mounted weapons on the Hamahama was destroyed as the Mark II got to the point-blank range and aimed again at the enemy unit. Hamahama was stunned at how this gun got so close. They both exchanged point black shots at each other. Both then sustained heavy damage. The left arm shield of the Mark II was vaporized, and the Hamahama received a major hit to its torso. Haman was now incensed. How can this happen with just one Gundam unit? Char motioned and told Haman to stop. But why, Captain? Don't get caught up in your emotions, Char responded. Try to avoid close combat with this Gundam. The battle's just starting. We need to withdraw. Roger. Meanwhile, a gym command unit approached the Damage Mark II. The pilot got on the comms and asked, The enemy's withdrawing. Why not pursue Scirocco? Paptum answered. For right now, this is good. The battle has begun. I'm not liking this, but I'll take the gun back to Jupiterus." So I'm going to sort of reminisce a little bit and model this episode similar to how I used to do season 1 and talk about the mobile suits that were featured in this manga. This manga came out in 1992 and was first seen in Hobby Japan Gundam Weapons 2. I doubt this is canonical, but I found it interesting to show the first time that Haman, Shar and Shiroko met. There were some units featured in this one-shot manga which I'll feature here. Descriptions of the mobile suits are based on translation of Kondo Kazuhisa. The first unit we'll talk about is the UNT spacing medium range support mobile suit, RX-77-3 Gun Cannon. Three new mobile suits were developed with the uh, launch of Operation V, for, and this one is considered a medium range support unit for the uh, Federation. This particular unit was the Gun Cannon, and was a prototype mobile suit for artillery use. It was equipped with large cans on both shoulders to support the RX 78 Gundam. The core block system was produced without adopting the mass produced type because this increased the cost. But it was not until the end of the one year war that it was actually mass produced. The second unit will be, in fact, the UNT Spacey General Purpose Mobile Suit RGM 79GS GM Commander Gym Command. The Gym continues to be produced even after. The end of the one year war, and after making some minor changes several times over, it would then eventually become the gym or gym tail. The space gym command was developed and produced at the end of the one year war, but has been used with enhanced backpacks since then. This particular gym had a Mark II backpack. Some types were also equipped with a large machine gun. The next unit we'll talk about is the UNT Spacey Prototype General, Mo- General Purpose Mobile Suit, Rx-178 Gundam Mark II. The Earth Federation Forces General Purpose Prototype Mobile Suit Unit was created in 0083. Jonathan Hyman formed the Xeon Remnant Hunting Unit, Titans. At the same time, Titans promoted the development of a new General Purpose Mobile Suit in Grips 1. The Gundam Command, or rather Gundam Mark II, was a redesign of the RX-78 Gundam, a famous machine that was operating during the One-Year War. But the potential was not considered to really be as high, and only three prototypes were rolled out. Actually, it's supposed to be rolled out in 0085 as per piece sun. But since development by federal engineers such as Franklin Badon is around the time of the Establishment of Titans, there's a pre-stage Mark II. The unit in this manga is likely a prototype being tested. Stardust memory characters related to Zeta Gundam or the Ghost battle such as Haman will appear, but 0083 is also here when the familiar titans were formed in Zeta. So I tried to put out a unit that can be called the early version of r original ritual story. The next unit that we'll talk about is the Axis Variable Mobile Suit AMX 003 or Gaza C. This unit is an Axis Army mass-produced variable mobile suit. Axis represented some remnants of the former Principality of Sudan, with Mideva, the bereaved child of Vice Admiral Dozozabi, as the General Master, and Hamak Khan as the Guardian. Its main mobile suit for the Axis uh, fleet was the variable type Gaza series. The C-type was the most mass-produced uh, unit, and its number also exceeded the number of mobile suits owned by both the Titans and eventually the A.U. Xeon Prototype General Purpose Mobile Suit MS 15S Gyan. The Xeon Army General Purpose Mobile, type, mobile Suit, a uh, prototype unit the Gyan, or MS 15, was actually beaten out by the Gelug or MS 14 in the main mobile suit competition in the latter half of the One Year War. And Gyan was in fact customized specifically for the purpose of for Colonel Mukuwe to use. It is believed that there was only one unit that was made but it seems that like this there was a unit that existed as part of the prototype stage. This featured Gion was customized for Char. This type was drawn based on such an assumption. He also tried to make the gun like the Gelgu's beam rifle. The last unit will be the Neuseon prototype night use mobile suit of the AMX-103 Hama. This prototype mobile scene was meant for the knights of the New Zealand Army, with many thrusters in various parts of the unit to improve performance. And not only mobility was enhanced, but as also firepower as well too. It has a very high potential as enables an all range attack by the cyclone system. However, few pilots could match it, and was never nets produced. Now these, are of course, chromosomes uh, sons with actual wars in the manga. Of course, I don't know if the Hamahama was complete in this age but it is being introduced as a mobile suit that makes use of Hamad's new type potential. So I guess it's fair to say this is a bit of a surprise. By the time you get this episode, the previous episode of the Season 4 wrap-up had dropped yesterday on the 7th of October, which is a Thursday. And I was kind of thinking I'd like to do something a little special. Uh, So... This is what I think is a one-off uh, in terms of this particular manga by Kazuhisa-san, even though it did say it was chapter one. I could not find any subsequent chapters uh, of this battle between Shar Haman, and Potamus. It was unique for me as uh, it's the first manga that I could find that was set in space around the planet Jupiter. It was made in 1992, uh, before Crossbow and Gundam even came out, which came out two years later. It does seem to raise some uh, interesting questions and more questions that were actually answered. My first question was, since Xeon had a mining operation in Ganymede, an orbiting moon, what was the particular ore that they were mining? It does not appear to be helium-3, or in terms of elements anyway, uh, that critical element that was needed for Minovsky reactors, since those were acquired from the planet Jupiter itself. Is there a non-aggression pact between this, this Xeon base and the Jupiter energy fleet, which is an NGO? That transport the vital fuel source back to the Earth sphere. The Federation of Jupiterus, Jupiters rather, were interested in destroying this Neo zeon base. But to what end? Gun does love to borrow elements from Star Wars, lightsabers and Bean sabers, for example. The Force, new types, the planet Hoth, and that Scandinavian base seen at the beginning of the revival of Zion manga. This manga is no exception. Early on, in this manga. The gun cannons were approaching the enemy Xeon base on a Ganymede, flying towards a ravine. On the heads out display, the various targets of the base can be seen. I will provide pictures on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, but it does seem highly reminiscent of the trench run uh, during the Battle of Yavin as seen in Episode 4 of Star Wars. It did enjoy the introduction of various Axis units uh, that would be seen in Zeta Gundam and D- Gundam Double Zeta. Although it may not timeline wise timeline-wise match up with what would be depicted in Shar's Affair, it was cool to see Shar and Haman as allies. It was also great to see three powerful new facing off against each other, mirroring what would have happened at the end of Zeta Gundam. I theorized that although this took place during Double 83, and the various gun units made by Anaheim and Electronics in Gundam Double 83, seem overpowered compared to the units seen in early uh, Zeta Gundam, Kondo does posit that the Mark II being made by engineers like Franklin Badon could have happened on Grips if this is an early prototype that somehow is being tested outside the Earth sphere. It does uh, appear that Char is quite triggered in Zeta Gundam unit and automatically assumed that Amo is there to thwart him again as the White Devil. please be sure to check out the Twitter page at Gundam Sentinel 2, Instagram at Gundam Sentinel Podcast, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash group Sentinel Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate and give a review on whatever means you listen to this podcast and tell your Gundam lovely Kotaku friend to check it out. Until next time.